Tonight, we've secretly replaced regular host Thax with author Laura Mayer of Repleting History. Let's see who notices. Button, Roll button, that button. beautiful bean footage. Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely. That's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Hello. 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 <laughs> so, like we said earlier, the responsible adult is not in the room tonight. So, Party! <laughs> so it's on. It is on. So welcome to Texas Steampunk Connection. Um, I'm also the introvert, so I'm going to let Jack do most of the talking. <laughs> I'm the unprepared one, so... Max could not be with us tonight, so we will persevere well, and move ahead. Yes, you know what? We're going to let Laura carry most of this, because she has some very cool stuff to mm-hmm. us. Um, hi, Kristen. Kitty's with us. Um, so we were going to talk about... We're going to talk with Laura about her good stuff, but we're also going to talk about last minute steampunk shopping. Steampunk shopping mm-hmm. is also why Laura's here. <laughs> and your dissertation. <laughs> I'm on episode four. What, my dissertation? Yes, you. There's so you many dissertations. My dissertation. <laughs> I didn't, honestly, I know of two people, very two or three people very specifically I know who listen to it. I don't actually know who else, because most of the people that have done voiceovers, I don't think they've listened to it. So. <laughs> I started the first one, and I, I my See? problem is, is I'm in the car most of the time, and so it doesn't work great on my phone, right? So I apologize. I am trying. I, I want to. It's a dissert. It's it maybe a podcast, but it's still a dissertation, so it's not like it's the most. I binge listened yeah. to the first three, and then I got the fourth one, and that was before the fifth one was out. So then I had to wait, and I have to actually be thinking about it at the same time that I have time to go back. Well, I still haven't put out episode eight yet, and it's been almost three months, so <laughs> you'll have plenty of time to catch up. Episode eight should be out soon, hopefully, but I will need voiceovers. Well, like send them my way. So, one of them will be Selena, because she is, like, playing it to the cheap seats every time, and it's great. So, <laughs> okay. Alright, so, I guess we'll, oh, Laura, you're, is it just me that you're sticking a little bit? Are you seeing that too, Jack? Both both of y'all have stuck a little bit. I think we're okay. dealing with holiday amounts of uh, traffic. <laughs> I've little... seen you stick a little bit, and I was just waiting it out. <laughs> okay, I was just making sure it wasn't just me, because sometimes I'm not sure if it's my computer or not. If you okay. uh, freeze long enough for me to not understand something, I'll just be like, what? <laughs> well, no, the, the audio is coming through real clear. It's just, yeah. It's just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the, here. the lovely frozen smile. Okay, so Jack, really hard to do. what are you drinking tonight? Uh, well, I've got this wonderful bottle of Graham's 20-year-aged Tawny Port. Okay, and why did you go the port route? I didn't. My friend did because she had found recently that she likes port. It's like a sipping wine, and it's... um yes. For women in Victorian drawing rooms, yes. Apparently so. It's like we want, we want our own we want our own scotch, but something that tastes more like brandy without the harshness. That's what this really tastes like to me. Like we can go to our parlor 
Yes, I'm retire just... to the ladies' parlor while the men They're have brandy cigars. The size of my head. Discuss other than matters of the universe. Yes, it's very fortifying oh. and heartening. Okay, so Laura, what do you have tonight? Because I, I know because you messaged me to ask me if there was a beverage theme. Like, yeah, I wanted to make sure I was on theme. Just we just case. grab whatever we have on hand. But it's the holidays, so I have a fancy little bottle of Corbell. Oh, fancy! Don't call it champagne because it's not from the Champagne region of France. Champagne region, oh, yes. It's champagne. Sparkling water thing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's over ten dollars a bottle, so it might as well be champagne. It's yes. Classy. Like, those are champagne prices in this economy. Exactly. In this economy, <laughs> so fancy. Well, I just have my usual Lambrusco. So it's Stella Stella Rossa, it's very good. Screw top, nine dollars. <laughs> Well, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Okay, so what do we want to start with? We want to let Laura go into her... What's a good place to start would be because she's got things to talk about. See how long we can let her run? <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'll start from the beginning. It's a very good place to begin. I, like I It was two years ago. <laughs> We're going to get a whole story <laughs> out of this. But I feel like a little context just in case somebody yeah. picked up Texas Steampunk Connection in the last year. Well, it has been almost two years, though, right? Or just about since the first time you were on. Yeah, because I launched a Kickstarter for my first book, The Victorian Collection, which is now... Awesome book, by the way. Oh, wow. It has been that long. Hardcover. It's lovely. Hardcover. Only people committed to excellence. (laughs) It is a um, beautiful book. (laughs) I was really happy with it. I went through um, print lore in Chicago, and they were... They're pretty good at communicating and back and forth and pointing out like, um, hey, check this, check that, and do the other thing. But um, so it was two years ago because I launched from TeslaCon in uh, in fall, and it was early November instead of early December that year. And um, and so it actually finished up early December, so I bypassed the holidays, which was nice. <laughs> um, this year it's kind of like everything's going on at once. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? But um, so both of these books are similar in a lot of ways. In the Victorian collection, um, advanced costuming techniques kind of featured um, 15 of my Victorian steampunk inspired gowns. Wow. Made over the last decade ish, um, give or take, mostly give. Um, <laughs> and and I, I like to tell people I, I wish that I had thought about this, and they're not, it's, I would have called it sewing and costuming techniques. Because I think the advanced intimidates people. It throws them off. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's not advanced like you have to be so advanced. It's like you have a really basic level of knowledge of sewing. And you're trying different things. You're learning new things as you go. Which is, you know, every time you sew something, something new. Every time you make something, you learn something new. Yeah. And I I make a point of that when when I'm making, um, you know, gowns and whatnot. And it's mostly for steampunk now. But I, I started out in the Renaissance Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was even trying. Well, there's to- a lot of overlap, though, with those. Yeah. <laughs> and so each chapter um, goes into like the thing or two that I was trying to learn more about when I was making that gown. Okay. And in most cases, that that technique or that thing that I learned has nothing to do with Victorian. Um, you could apply it to you know just about anything. <laughs> Um, adjusting a pattern or interlining or covered buttons or um, like pleats, cord work and skirt tapes. You know, some of them are a little more niche, but but not necessarily Victorian. 
Um, and so each chapter starts out with me talking about the inspiration for the, the dress and like some of the process, maybe some historical nerding out. And, um, <laughs> and then each chapter ends with a section about this thing that I did. You know, I made 73 covered buttons. Here's what I learned. And here's what could save you time and trouble. Because let me tell you, around number 43, you're like, okay, I'm doing this differently now. <laughs> yeah. like, I have learned something today. And, um, and so with book two, book two is um, the Halloween collection, costume and cosplay techniques. So it's more focused on um, character and cosplay costumes and less on just Victorian, um, just because I'm like down to like less than 10 of my Victorian costumes that I, I consider good enough to go into a book. So yeah. I'm pulling from this other range and there's a whole nother uh, genre, a whole nother section of types of skills that you have to learn for these different types of costumes. Um, like some of them that I go into um, wigs and headpieces, <laughs> um, applying and, and painting latex prosthetics. Oh, okay. Ooh. Wow. Prepping 3D printed pieces for armor, weapons, props, and then painting and weathering those pieces. Um, God, um, I do have a, t a chapter. I listened to my feedback from the first book. They're like, so these are all ladies dresses. I'm like, not if you're a man and you put it on, but mm -hmm. I hear you. Um, so I have a chapter on menswear slash tailoring details. Okay. And, um, but most, you know, I've got like leather work. Um, I've got, uh, different ways to kind of fake scale mail. Oh, okay. Embroidering nice. Unusual materials. <laughs> working with a uh, four-way stretch material, which comes in a lot when you're cosplaying, oddly. Um, so, so all of these different things. So you could have an area or two that you're very experienced in and you're very skilled in and you, you do a lot. And yet, if you come up with a new costume idea, you might be required to like learn two completely new skills to make that costume yourself. But at the same time, uh, it's like the first or second time you're trying to do something and you can't expect that you'll be extremely good at it, but you still want it to look good because you're oh, making yeah. a costume. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like where my where my book is aimed at, <laughs> not at beginners, but beginners in specific skills. You might you might be a pro at latex prosthetics already, but you you don't have much experience in trying to make or put on wigs and headpieces, and you could use the tips there. Um, and so what I'm what I'm putting together it's a book is book for people who have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who want to learn and and realize that you know this is new and and I want to look at some approachable uh, ideas on on how I can make this look good first time out of the gate. Yeah, don't make my mistakes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, somebody's Morning already been eight. through it. You know. mm, I'm I'm making uh, the Bo-Katan Kreese costume. Uh, so okay, a Mandalorian costume. And this is the first time I'm working with 3D printed items. I'm making all of the armor from um, 3D printed PLA. Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's the uh, cosplay, which is specifically made to be more sandable, hmm. which is nice. Um, it's not actually that nice. It's not very sandable. But um, <laughs> I, I have figured things out, let me tell you. But um, so I I have a friend who's, who's really good at, um, and he's got like three different, uh, four different 3D printers. And so he... I bought all of the pieces, uh, patterns, and, and so he's been printing them out for me. 
but um, you know, this is like getting them over time. And so by the time I wanted to wear the costume uh, in my wildest dreams at Fan Expo in Chicago this late summer, early fall, I only had like half the pieces like painted and done. And I'm like, there's just no way. Um, so I had this backup co costume planned, costume plan um, from Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Um, Katie Sackoff. Starbuck. Uh -huh. yeah. Starbuck. Yep. One of the better characters from the entire TV show. Same actress played both characters. I was going to say, Katie Sackoff plays both of them, yeah. On top of that, Katie Sackoff was attending Fan Expo. Oh. She was doing like the signing and the photo ops and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Maybe she'll see my outfit. Um, and then, and then outfit is not going to be done and outfit is going to be complete. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll go, I'll go with Starbucks and that'll be fun. And then I had this lightning strike of inspiration. I'm like, oh, I'll do a crossover. <laughs> a crossover. Crossover. I'll do Bobuck. <laughs> so I have this. I do. Oh, uh, and, um, and so I also I did a thing. Oh, she posted pictures, didn't she? Yeah. We'll find pictures. Yeah, there's pictures. Oh. <laughs> She's going to find pictures. Go find pictures. <laughs> Me and my big mouth. I had it right here. Um, <laughs> so I indulged in a photo op, but um, it was it was a lot of fun, and I think she got a big kick out of it. And even just even that just making that much armor was a learning process. Okay. Yeah, it was badass. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was very cool. So I've got the Mandalorian headband and all of the leg armor, and I did the uh, the guns. Gotcha. And then I've got the Starbuck tanks and um, wig, of course. <laughs> and then the tattoo and uh, holsters and pants. Yeah, gotcha. very cool. Love it. I did see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was so awesome. I, I had fun with that. I did get a lot of Sarah Connor guesses, though. No, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see where that might come in. <laughs> like, I, I do look like I'm going to kick some butt. That's true. I had a few people ask me to flex. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, could you pose for me? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I was impressed. So, be a yeah, I was, female lead for you. I think I'm gonna get to 300 in my deadlift before the end of the year. Heck Girl, yeah. yeah, I was watching the video you had posted. I'm just, it is amazing. <laughs> you gotta do it before my back goes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it won't be long. <laughs> it happy. You wake up one morning and it's just right. It's gone. Like, Surprise! <laughs> oh, you're doing chair aerobics now. Yep, chair yoga. That's all you can chair do. Yoga. <laughs> I'm working I'm only in the right pool. now. I'm just sitting here clenching. That's right. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to walk away from that one. <laughs> so, more about your Kickstarter. Okay. Um, so, when does that... It's already going on right now, right? It is. And okay. um, Saturday, this Saturday is the midpoint. Okay. And we are sitting at around 44%, which is okay, but it's it's about 10% behind where the first book was. But I understand that when it's your very first thing and people are like, oh my God, this is exciting and life-changing and she's never going to do anything like this again. They're like, okay. And then, and then when it's like your fourth one, they're like, so you're going to keep doing these things, huh? <laughs> the shine has worn like, off. Yes, but it's cool. Writing books, man. I know. Yeah. How uh, long is this one going to run? Um, it's going to actually run until December 31st. Okay, so I need to get in there and take care of it. I haven't had a chance. So, I don't think I've done it yet. I will now. Yeah. Kickstarter, I think it's like over 31 or 33 days, something like that. They don't let you do it longer than that. There's, oh, there's, okay. There's some cutoff, but they're like, you don't want to let it go on too long because people are like, oh, this has been going on forever. Get yeah. off my feed. 
but too short and they miss it because Facebook and some places never show you anything. Yes. So yes, trying to find that sweet spot and there's still always like this middle lull where kind of like, you know, there's people who are like, oh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll wait. wait and make it dramatic. I'm like, for the love of God, please don't. <laughs> Stop making it dramatic. <laughs> My heart can't take it. Oh, um, <laughs> Jack, can you kick the link up? I don't have... I'll make I'll, I'll create a StreamYard account one of these days. But can you kick the link up for the Kickstarter? Yeah. And I'm assuming this is going to be tiered like your last one. The different. Yep. Yep. Um. The the first level where you get the book. It's the book just like the first one for uh, thirty dollars plus five dollars to cover shipping and everything, and then five dollars. Um. You get the the PDF or not PDF. Uh. The uh, <laughs> wallpaper bundle. So it's like wallpapers for phone and or uh devices. And um, so with that stuff, then it's 40. First book can be added on for 25. If you don't have it yet, there's options to get just the PDF versions of both. Um, so of course, that would be um, quite a bit cheaper. Um, there's options where you can get both hard cover, hardcovers and PDFs. There's an option, uh, I call it the booksellers option, where you get four copies for $100, which is obviously a deal. Um, <laughs> And then um, a number of other tiers. I'm I have a couple of the um, outfits from the first book available um, for purchase. Uh, there's a corset and bustle set that I put up, but it was gone like the first day. <laughs> so, okay. I, oh, okay. Well, um, if people really <clears throat> want that, I put up an I put up a tier an option for a custom corset by me. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with an optional add-on for a bustle that would be matching. So the corset would be um, the style that's shown in the image, which is actually a historic pattern that I have. I got. Um, I'm going to talk out of my butt here and say it's from a book with it's all about. The, it just has tons and tons of patterns in it, and it's um, organized chronologically. And Nora Vaughn. I don't think it's Nora. Never mind. <laughs> I won't talk out of my butt. Um, but it's a uh, it's a book with corset patterns, historical ones, and I got it printed out um, on grid paper, one to one inch. And so it is a historic pattern. It's actually really gorgeous patterns, really heavily boned. And I'm that one I make um, with silk on the outside, satin lining, and then two layers of cotill inside. And then the boning is sandwiched in between the two layers. And then I have um, the self satin uh, edging on the top and bottom and uh, uh, re boning reinforced modesty panel. So it doesn't get all squinchy when you're trying to put it on. Squinchy. <laughs> squinchy. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at these. I hadn't looked at the page yet. I didn't know there was like, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna need to, yeah. Well, we'll need, to, we'll need to talk about. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about sizes and stuff of what you've got uh, mm -hmm. available. Cause yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was like actual clothing involved in these tiers. Oh, so. oh yeah, yeah. The, um, the sizing on the the existing costumes is listed, but for the custom corset, you would send a number of your measurements in, and then we'd go back and forth, and it would be made for you. She flies you out on a private <laughs> jet full of alcohol. For an additional fee. <laughs> personal, personalized fitting. The free hotel. It's my spare bedroom. Hey. I'll you get Harris. He's a, he's a leg warmer. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> that That's is... Very cool. I, I like so that. 
There's all that, but I haven't told you the most exciting part. But wait, there's more. Oh, wait, there's more. So I had another lightning strike. Uh, I'm like, okay, so the whole concept is I have my specialty. I'm very good at you know, the sewing, the, the fitting of the bodices, uh, kind of like the corsetry aspect. I go for a very uh, more on the tailored end of Victorian versus what I like to call wedding cake Victorian. Everyone has their own preferences, but that's what I like. Um, so I'm very good at that. Um, very experienced. It all ends up looking great and stuff, but I do still have a lot of things that I've never tried this before. Once upon a time on my first skirt, I was scared to do a zipper. And so I sewed Velcro. I mean, on my first Velcro. skirt and wore it out to Math Planet. And I'm like, there, I have my skirt. It's fun. It's black velvet, whatever. <clears throat> Who's going to tell? Exactly. Unless you're but, in the well, SCA where they look at your seams. but We're always learning stuff. So yeah. I'm like, so the books are written from the perspective of I'm learning something here. And um, there's going to be like an interesting and maybe embarrassing for me story about that <laughs> learning process. And um, so hopefully entertaining. Uh, and then I talk about what I learned and what could save someone else time, trouble, headache. But what about getting the perspective of actual professionals experts in that specific area, like wigs and headpieces, somebody who's been doing this, who has scads of experience in that area and just getting them. And what are your more, you know, frequently asked questions? What do people always ask you who are, you know, first starting out in this and they're like, how do you do this? How do you do that? What would, what advice would you have for them? So <laughs> in five chapters, six, if everyone delivers, but I'm a realist. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have experts in the creative fields, professionals, and um, extremely well-known cosplayers who are like chef's kiss at what they do. And they're going to come in and be in uh, like the experts corner for that chapter. Wow. And they're going to give, honestly, I'm just telling them what, what the chapter like header is. I mean, I'll tell them what my costume is, but they don't have to do it about that costume. It's like, what, what advice would you give someone at a beginner or intermediate level in this? Yeah. And so for um, prepping 3D printed pieces and painting and weathering these items is Timothy Harrison of Harrison Designs and Concepts in Chicago. Oh. For um, like adhering and working with and even painting latex prosthetics and uh, accessories is Rory Sunderland, who is also works with HDC. Um, for wigs and headpieces, I have Stephanie Schultz of Silver Sark, who has been in the, um, like, I feel like it's, it's like steampunk meets goth meets hot couture. <laughs> She's been doing like fashion shows for ages. Um, she showed in New, on New York Fashion Week last year. I mean, oh, wow. so that's really exciting. Um, Glenn Reyes, who is a really well-known costumer and cosplayer and does like just Impe impeccable work it's impeccable dude's got over 300 costumes <laughs> and they Whoa. all look impeccable and he is so <clears throat> modest so very modest but he's um contributing to the chapter on menswear and tailoring ah <sighs> you're so Miller fancy fancy contributing to the um who, who runs lady pearl uh it's like a, a knitting like a custom knitting box and it could be crochet i'm terrible because i don't do either of that i'm like i don't so they're like thematic knitting so. boxes and she dyes her own yarn and everything oh, so, wow mm -hmm. and um she's done all sorts of themes uh and she's doing the chapter on fabric dyeing 
and uh, painting. I think okay. she's going to be concentrating on the fabric dyeing, though. And um, let's see. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> like, a lot going into this book. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts here. <laughs> mm -hmm. But there's, you know, so like it's it's not just starter advice from someone who um, is very involved in sewing, but it's also um, advanced advice from experts who have had a lot of time and experience put into the particular thing. It almost feels like the way you write your books are the way that people do costumes where they'll do their first book or your, your first book is like the first five years you've worked on it going, here's what I learned, just stabbing myself repeatedly. <laughs> And then the next book is like, here's the next year and a half of what I've learned. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's not just all about corsets this time. It's mm -hmm. it's like I sat here and I made these five different things, you know, five different costume pieces, you know, costume completely. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you're like, well, I had to do armor for one of them. And so therefore, here's what I figured out with the armor bit. Here's what I figured mm -hmm. out matching that armor bit to clothing. And yeah. so the way it's written is not like you want to make a full one piece thing over here, you know, from start to finish and being a master, you know, masterwork piece when you're done is the, you have a pretty good idea where you start at and you just needed those little tips and tricks about like, you know, folding this correctly when you were sewing or, you know, just yeah. a little, yeah, I like that. Oh yeah. I was starting at one with yeah. the 3d printed pieces. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm YouTubing first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I'm reaching out to friends who I know have experience in this. I'm like, okay, so this is what I kind of understand. Am I going in the right direction here? And um, and still, there's gonna there's some interesting yeah. close calls. For well, example, did you know that the the flexibility, not quite melting, but like the flexibility point of some of this um, 3D uh, fi fiber um, filament. Filament. Thank you. You're welcome is the that temperature point is low enough that if it's sitting in the sun yes it really short oh no or say like maybe you live down south and you have your entire set of mandalorian armor sitting in the back of your car and where it's been 115 degrees and it's goo oh so it it's susceptible if oh no it's okay. the melting point yeah no, to be, but my mind immediately went there i'm like oh god people need to know this this yeah, I wouldn't right have there, like don't throw water water on a grease fire. <laughs> well, maybe not that bad, but wait, you're not supposed to. Know, the world has ended if you've done your entire armor. Five hours on that part. armor, it would feel. Yeah. Like oh no. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and the way I mean, like Jack said, you know, it's it's your the way you build up, and but that's how people build costumes. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily start with an exact idea of what you want when you get into this kind of thing. You like my best friend; she's been adding pieces over, you know, visits, and now she's pretty complete, you know, but it, it took a couple of visits to festivals to figure out what oh, she yeah. wanted to look like. So, yeah. you know, or you even build it up. have a really specific idea, like, 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 okay, I'm going to build a Bo-Katan costume. Okay. So then you start breaking it down. Okay. So I need the fabric jumpsuit. I might need a wig if I don't have like red hair or I'm not willing to like accept that <laughs> suspension of disbelief that my hair is longer. <laughs> I need the, the armor. I need weapons. I need all of these things. What can I do? And what can I learn to do well enough that'll look good enough to satisfy my own standards for yeah. my work? Because I don't have thousands of dollars to spend on. I was going to say, yeah, you can buy, but... You can. You can. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. But it's so expensive. And I'm like, gosh, guys, I mean, I'm willing to put the time in. 
Yeah. Um, as long as I know that it'll look decent. Well, and I guess that's the the split. You know, do you want to pay the thousands of dollars to not have to deal with it, or do you want to learn some Beyond new tricks? That, it's techniques? like being able to go. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> and I wish I could do that, but I, I don't. So I just. Much to my mother's shame and chagrin, I will. I can't. I've tried. It's just not one of those things I'm good at. I've, well, she tried. Everybody, yeah. everybody has their thing. Somebody showed me a TeslaCon last weekend. Um, uh, we, my husband and I, actually managed to snag a suite, so we figured we were obligated to have a small party, and so we did <laughs> champagne tasting. Obligated. And um, can I swear? Uh, I think we've been loosening the rules on that lately. So. All right. So I, I, I labeled it um, fucking fancy champagne tasting. And so in order to get in, you had to prove your fanciness. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Warn me next time. Don't do that when I'm taking a drink. I asked, can we switch? You completely did. You just happened to take a sip. I wasn't expecting it to come right out of the gate like that. Okay. Expect <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> I'm going to curse. It's going to be great. Okay. Continue with your story. I'm okay now. <laughs> so one one woman, uh, she showed me her uh, embroidery, like very detailed embroidery that um, I think like a little teapot and funny steampunk slogan. And I was like, okay, that's fancy. Yeah, I don't have the I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> and I'm wearing this ridiculous yeah. ornate gown that I made. And I'm like, no, no, no. We all have our thing that we're like. Yeah, we all have the thing we can do. Drive us through that process. Yeah. I hate yeah. sewing like regular. Like I can cross stitch. I love cross stitching. I'm really good at it. But it's also because it's just a pattern. You just have mm -hmm. to be able to keep count. But yeah, sewing. Really well, and I have dysgraphia, so I do, or I have uh, dyscalculia, so I do occasionally end up with some. I've had to pick out like half of a. <laughs> a pat, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know. Start because something else. Wait, what number was it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and I can look at any of the ones I've hanging up, and I know where the mistakes are. But I also know that nobody else knows where the mistakes are. <laughs> and that's Which that's also the thing. thing. Yeah, we'll see every single mistake, but other people aren't necessarily going to notice that. Uh, I saw yeah. a typo in my book. I'm like, oh, I edited. <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. It was the autocorrect changed Victoria to Victorian. Oh no. Uh. Which is so very Queen easy Victorian past, so it's Queen Victorian. Well, that's also a weird choice for the autocorrect to make, though. I mean, that's weird. Also, by the way, Johnny Stevenson wants to know if someone can make a Star Trek steampunk costume. Oh yeah, he. I, I mean, what it looks I, like. I did a steampunk seven of nine. Yes, so I believe I, I have seen pictures would of that as well. Want to go with kind of steampunk the, uh, the Prime Universe back. Um, I don't know. He he. The way he dressed when we were down. Oh, Johnny? With, yeah, Johnny. He went with the very like formal. Like the um, captain's naval outfit. officer. Yeah, naval officer outfit. Civilian naval officer outfit. Now, I think if it was me dressing Johnny up, <laughs> that's a weird costume. Weird, weird, weird. He's he like your Ken doll. Just dress him up. Yeah, like, I would definitely want to put As him we in talk the, about him while he's watching like, this. <laughs> like, the either the, the next generation or the movie. Uh, first contact outfit, and then work from like steampunking that from that point. Because I really do like that that weird pattern gray for the top. It made everyone feel I don't know. It looked it looked less like you were sticking people in uh, you know plastic gloves. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> I mean, nobody minded minded Jerry Ryan looking like she was stuck in a plastic glove. I mean, I was reading about her outfit too. But the issues with her yeah. costume and the first one, especially. Yes. That was yeah. bad. That was real bad. Yeah. Everybody would look at like Star Trek, the motionless picture. Everyone was wearing, you know, 
I mean, Ziploc bags. I love Star Trek as much as the next person, but I do think they overestimated the amount of jumpsuits that people are going to wear in the future. They're like, these are just so easy. No one. Has to no, they're not. Not if you're a woman. They're a problem. I mean, I would wear zip-up jumpsuits like the baggy ones that you'd see. <laughs> you see, like in the Expanse, if that was my job. Oh, okay. Now the know. Expanse, yeah. At that point. Yeah, yeah, basically it's a big onesie. Cozy. Yeah, but those are like those, those are like mechanics jumpsuits yeah. in the expanse. I mean, you know. Great. Just yeah. Firefly, like yeah. even Adam Savage, Firefly, yeah. His own has his own since he was in the movie, they actually gave him like Savage Industries or something like that. It's an actual company in there. And so he went on his tested page. Wait, in had, what? Adam what was Savage that? was in the expanse. Which he season? was the he was the captain. He didn't have his glasses on, so it was like really weird. Which season? He was the captain of the exploratory vehicle that it got exploded. I didn't. No idea. I didn't watch the last season. I don't. Yeah, it's been it a while since I watched season. it. It's it when the, it, the science ship that goes to the planet that the um, the asteroid crashes on, and then there's that ship that gets like taken apart in space. Oh yeah. He's okay. Captain. Oh, I didn't even notice that. And yeah, the, if you it, haven't it, watched the Expanse, it's really good. Gotta watch. Close my eyes. And heard his voice. I'm like, why am I watching Mythbusters? And then I look at him. Like, his costume. His Comic Con costumes are bananas. Oh, didn't he yeah, do the every- Bioshock? The I one of the costumes so. for Bioshock? Yeah, I think he did one of those. Yeah, he his costumes oh, are bananas. That big daddy or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah that I was it. Yeah. I still think one of his best ones was going around as No Face and like handing out <laughs> coins to people, and the people who knew what that meant were trying desperately to give the coins back. <laughs> so yeah costumes i mean there's a lot of good crossover with victorian and you know the cosplay and the, you could steampunk anything at this point i mean Basically, yeah. everything is ghostbusters point. justice league you know ghostbusters. goes i love the steampunk ghostbusters that is one of my favorites those great. There's a those that, great. that comes to uh test the steampunk pope yep, yep. oh no steampope it's an <laughs> excellent, excellent costume. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to... Really? I've... Steam mobile <laughs> this time. Yes. Hang on, i got to look this up, because I didn't know that that existed. Yeah, it's it's kind of like how the uh, the current new... Oh, yeah, uh, there he is. Like the new little Sith girl on the current um, uh, Ahsoka series rolled into like uh, some sort of Star Wars con. That's kind of badass. Um, little T-68 floating. Yeah. Okay, I need to ask, Lawrence, would you like me to get that out, with the exception of the book that's not printed yet, before Christmas? Because I can. I was going to say, like, if if you guys place an order, um, like, before the 19th, and you leave me a message that you would like everything that's printed... Okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure. I can I can try and ship to you to get it out to you by Christmas if you want like a copy of the book or anything that's already printed, which is everything except the new book, because this is to fund the printing. Um everything else I could get out to you, but please let me know if you would like it to set be sent out to you. Um because if I don't have to pay shipping twice, I won't. If it's a request, (laughs) I will feel that. that. I will. I was the owner of Steam Chest there for a long time. I hated reshipping. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just saw that I wanted to. No, you're fine. That's what this is for. Yeah. Yeah. And Rita's on here anyway, so it's not like it would be a surprise because she's also watching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised Rita didn't write it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel like they're sitting side by side on their computers whenever we're on. I think, honestly, she's at her computer and he's like on his cell phone on on the couch drinking his. Drinking his weird beer. Drinking his weird beer. What's weird about it? 
it's delicious is what it is. It's just it's, <laughs> it's like, a high octane is what it is. That is like, it's yeah. leaded. Um, you can run it in any car be- behind 1933. <laughs> is this a homemade beer? No. No. Um, they He's are like limited that. runs. The fancy, yeah, some of the fancy weird stuff. Not quite side by side. <laughs> See, they are on their own computers in the same room. Told you. It used to be like me and my ex-husband, we were playing Warcraft in the same room on our yeah. separate computers. Like, in I the same guild. Discord. I can just talk out loud. <laughs> yeah, but this was in the days before Discord. This was oh, back in the before times. TeamSpeak days. Yes, the TeamSpeak days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I'm curious. Yeah, this was, yeah, 2005, five, six, two 2007. Yeah. So usually what happens is, is the, there is a couch right here, and I'm against the wall, and then the TV's like behind me. So the wife will like be playing Stardew Valley, and we'll be like almost touching <laughs> no. elbows. Stardew so. Valley. You ready for this? Husband's desk. Nice. See? That's just my screensaver. (laughs) Very nice. Good one. (laughs) All right. Well, do we want to go over some. The only last minute shopping. um, (laughs) All the other stuff. stuff. Not a surprise. The only other. The only shopping thing that I could like local was Kitty. I mean, that was my immediate local Texas based holiday last minute shopping person so so i mean obviously outside of this wonderful page uh, not patreon but this uh, this wonderful kickstarter wonderful. here yes is which fantastic by the way a great book a wonderful book for anyone who has anything to do with steampunk see um, you're better at or this any than type I am. Of, <laughs> or any type of like costume we love you like, my friend that has come to me from an earlier point up here kawadaishi he goes out and he actually larps a lot and so I know he'd be very interested in the, in that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, outside of that, there's one or two other people that I would like to mention for okay. like last minute shopping. One is the Necrofessor. He is. Okay, uh, yeah. What is that? You said that earlier. He has, comic, he has a comic strip. That's what he does. Okay. And he has a lot of like just cool comic strip stuff that goes with Necrofessor? his. Got, like, huh? The Necrofessor. Necrofessor. Like professor, but necro. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is a mad scientist. Oh, uh, necromancer. But he is all about the science behind it, and he wears the his character wears the. Uh, There's a the science we just method. don't understand it yet, and you. Yeah, exactly. And so more science must be done. Quick, hook up the IV a, of caffeine. We're going in for an all nighter. Do you have a link uh, for him? Huh? Do you have a link? A link? <laughs> ah, You're just gonna tell us thing. about him, but not how to find him. I'm. You can find him. <laughs> oh, he's well, been he, on the show. I was not on yep. that episode. I think. Yep. Uh, he has a YouTube channel called Plague Life. Uh, you just type in Necrofessor. <laughs> He is, he's got some <laughs> nice weirdly funny and disturb like not disturbing weird like disgusting but just like wow that's <laughs> I never would have thought of that <laughs> mental mental imagery he got he got going on but yeah he has a WordPress website he's selling his stuff interest he's a, there's only one person I know of apparently named Dick Professor on the internet and it's him shocking <laughs> <laughs> really shocking. our friends <laughs> At least they don't swear online. <laughs> oh, no, I'm... Sh- yeah. <laughs> Who would do that? Out of the blue. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see here if I can share my screen or something to give... Like, he has a Christmas p- tree picture right now. Oh, yeah, okay, I've seen... Oh, yeah, okay, now I'm looking at... I see... I know who you're talking about. I've seen that before. Yeah. 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 So, like, like this. Oop. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, really can, cute. Can scroll? Yeah. Then he has his fun comic strips. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's been going on for a long time. It was funny because one of our uh, 
friends was who she was very young and she's like, Oh, I have this comic strip y'all guys would love. She shows us like, Oh yeah, no, Necrofessor, he's a great guy. <laughs> out of like multiple conventions. We talk all the time online. She's like, what? Just like starstruck that we just like talk to this guy. Like he's just like Bob next door. She's been like idolizing this guy for so long. We're that cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who was your other one then? Yeah. Um, you said you had two. said I had one or two. Pardon <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm crying. No. Um, oh, jeez. I mean, obviously, Kitty. We were always, I mean, always very welcome. And to Kitty have just her. said that she remade her skull earrings and added them back to her site for those who are, need less pricey last minute gifts. Also, she's got very well, very good man rings that fit very well. Man rings? Uh, man, man rings. I have mine. <laughs> for man hands? Or if you have man hands. I was going to say. She's got man hands. I've seen that episode. I understand that reference. Hey, I, I do too. I got, I got that. I understood that reference. I mean, if we want to show how old we really are, I watched it for the first time. I watched it when it was first aired because it was. I mean, now I can look back and realize how problematic it is. But yeah, right, oh my God, so many things. But when the hand shows up in the camera, brushing his face off, like, come on. Well, guess what? No soup for you. <laughs> I swear, I've I I didn't watch it a ton. I swear, I've seen like 12, 12 episodes. And somehow I've seen that one like four times. Yeah, that it's one. Because it's very popular for people to make fun of. It's kind of like the No Super You guy. The No Super You guy, yeah. Or the yeah. one where, the or the one where he keeps like, where George keeps screaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or that one where the Summer the George has like red light coming out and it's like bathing him and he's like, it's whatever the thing, Jerry. You know, it's just, it's just whatever. And it's, it kind of reminds really me of the memes. gimmick, the shtick in um, So I Married an Axe Murderer, where he's like, Love that movie. She smelled like soup. She smelled exactly <laughs> like soup. I couldn't, I couldn't even. Yeah. I, like, I couldn't even. That movie was so <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> oh. Come, Natasha. Let us dance. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, too. Man, it has. Yeah. The Colonel. Back when Mike Myers was showing up everywhere. Yeah. Before he made his huge debut and as a uh, international man of mystery and then kind of also killed his career in the same way. Oh, and I've heard old. about him, though. There's other things that kind oh, of I he's know. apparently not super awesome to work with. So he yeah. seems high maintenance. Yeah. Although, I mean, that seems to be coming up with a lot of these comedians. Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. Bill Murray just doesn't want to work anymore, and people just keep sending him scripts, and he's like, you know what, this one sounds kind of cute. The the things about him on set, especially with Groundhog Day, apparently he was... Oh, no, yeah, he was... A lot of really bad behavior. (laughs) He he was not happy. He did not want to do it, actually. Yeah, he didn't want to do it, and it's, yeah. Really? Because it was, like, kind of... I know, it's it's amazing. No, he did not want to do it, and then Chevy Chase is just a general dick, but... Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite movies. I have to watch it every year. It's like tradition, but he is such an asshole. He's a horrible person. Yeah. He's just <laughs> And yet mean. one of the best memes online is uh, you know, F you, I'll see you tomorrow is him walking out the door. <laughs> kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your own ass. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you guys um I took some marketing advice and got back on Twitter? Oh no. Uh-oh. Um, you know, it's just like kind of like you can't just be on Facebook because that's I know it's for just old people like me. Twitter and, is uh, just rolling downhill at an incredible rate. I can um, send you a blue sky invite though if you want it. What's that? Just keep dead blue sky. It. It's where a lot of us fled after Twitter after 
running downhill. It's it's it actually looks a lot like Twitter did in the early days, and it's you still need invites to get into it. So um, I want to say like nine months into joining Twitter, a very very long time ago, like ten years ago or something. Um, I posted a couple pictures side by side of my seven of nine costume, and I take Jerry Ryan, and she said awesome and she liked it and i figured that was a good high point to go out on yeah that really is <laughs> I'm, I will I'm admit it, famous now so um but yeah so i got back on twitter and i posted my second outfit from fan expo which was a captain seven with a blonde wig and the new you know from picard oh. um in the in the uniform and i'm like this 12 years later an update <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if she responds to that, I'm actually. Oh no, did she? No, I, oh, I yeah. mean, that was like three days ago. Yeah, but I'm trying know. all the marketing. Hey, you gotta do what you got. What about Instagram? Are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on under uh, Duchess Winslet, but also uh, Twilight Ember Education, which is the more folk trying to get the businessy end of things going. Okay. So. And I've been trying to post more on that. It's just I'm not being regularly, which is the whole important thing. So I'm trying to get better yeah. at that. I figured you got to be actively involved. <laughs> exactly. So it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. No, Twitter was the only one that I was regularly on. And then, you know, now it's X, and which is kind of stupid because people still call it Twitter. Or yeah. in articles, they call it X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, right. No one wants to ever right. drop Twitter as the name. They'll never. Because it was a great name. And, and Texas is going to turn into something else. Yeah, it was you, Twitter for 15 years. With Twitter, you tweet. What do you do with X? Post. If you can't see, he doesn't want it. Like in, in interviews with him where people will say something about a tweet or a retweet, it's a post or a repost. I don't care what he... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's well. why we dead name it because we understand <laughs> what this means. <laughs> and we are fully for it. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, that's where I met my husband. I had a great time on Twitter and now it's just... Twitter is in the shitter. And oh my God. Kristen no says most small creators have a hard time posting regularly. I still well, yeah, y'all are busy. Between having the time and I have this thing where I feel like if I'm going to post something, it needs to be something new and interesting and like have some sort of like special value. And I think objectively, people that's not what people post. They'll just kind of like post anything or they'll post a new thing, like a different view, like four times yeah. because they know yeah. not everybody's seeing it. But I'm like I can't post the same thing twice. I've seen it before. <laughs> so no. I get around that as a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. I have found out the, 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 the wonderfulness of, I have a lot of long form videos and I do a lot of gaming. So it's not like it's, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But I like, found out that if I have a minute worth, uh, like, like for YouTube shorts, it's a minute only. And so if I have a joke that is within, that's in the less than that minute realm, that is just utterly stupid, I will cut that. <laughs> And I will post it and link it to the long form video. And I'm noticing it's it's working better um, for advertising for that. But um, yeah, I've considered doing that for this show too. So I can actually go back and cut when you cursed and then make that a short for all of us. I know, right? It'd be great. <laughs> Put all of our worst Fancy. moments on there. All, all the worst moments of steampunk. Fancy. <laughs> that was a soundbite for you. That's a perfect soundbite. I love it. <laughs> That's yes. a steampunk connection. We're that's right. There we go. I love it. We try I'll to be, stay on the rails, but it doesn't happen. I want to talk to I'm going to talk to Thax about working that into the opening of next of next year. Oh yeah, the opener soon is. It? It's time to make a new opening. We've been here a year with this one. Jazz hands. 
I'd get a better picture of me on there. You should have been more dressed up. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Next time. But I have a candle. You do have a candle in the background. A cat. You can't a tell. Cat. A candle and a cat. It's totally lit. <laughs> yeah, where'd my cat go? Garrus. <sighs> All right. Well, Jack, do you have any more? Outside. Oh, there's this wonderful podcast you need to check out. Okay. And 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 subscribe to their Patreon because they're always looking to do fun and new things. And that would be <laughs> that was a straight face right now. You need to go to Texas Steampunk Connection. <laughs> Buy yourself a Christmas present. Subscribe oh, yeah. to our Patreon. This Christmas present pays off twice a week, and tw- twice a month for their entire twice year. Yeah, twice a month, not twice a week. We're not that. We're not that Phil yet. No. <laughs> no. no. Oh, we've got some marketing advice coming in. Keep reels and TikTok stuff to ten to twenty seconds. Yeah, because attention span and mm-hmm. if they yeah. finish a reel, they consider it oh successful, so more people will want to see it. Wait, do you use TikTok? Uh, I hate TikTok. I can't. Me? I don't really. So, I, yeah, actually, I do have a TikTok. At the well. beginning of the pandemic, I made a TikTok with my school email to entertain yeah. the kids, and I <laughs> do a couple of like you know, I'm like I'm, I'm growing little uh, like vegetable seedlings, and I'm like, look. My class is listening so well, and they're reaching for the sun, and and but they don't talk back. And then oh, I no. and then I like scan over to the seedlings and like <laughs> like oh, no. so busy, hard at work, growing. Johnny would like Nurturing to remind us them. the uh, Galveston Steampunk Festival is only four months away. But yes, Rita said buy your tickets to Galveston Steampunk Festival for your friends that want to go. Yes, um, we'll see you there. I don't know yet, but I may not be able to go because i have been accepted for a conference in england in the middle of april (gasps) what you wait it's an academic conference i don't care that's amazing well we're trying to get my husband's passport situation straightened out so yeah it's like the second or third week of april so yeah we're gonna we don't know (laughs) we're going Going for a holiday in to Newcastle. Yes, very excited. But like I said, we'll have to see what happens. So, Jolly. but yes, I got a paper accepted about what am I writing about? I can't even remember what I'm writing about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wrote a paper. It's, cool. it's one of those things where you, you slam together an abstract and you send it in and they actually accept you, which means you actually really? have to write the paper. So I'll be writing it like on the plane. So, deadlines yeah. are your friend. Yeah. 10 pages, I'll whip that out in 24 hours. It won't be good, but it'll be done. So. It's funny because we say that in like uh, either college or beyond that academia. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe not college, but master's, you know, like yeah. graduate school. They're like, oh, yeah, I have a paper, but it's only like eight pages. Yeah. It's it's like, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, really weird. You are right. At this point in time, in anything that I happen to do on an average day, or even like something I, I relatively know about, I can write 10 pages on it. Yeah. Given a little bit of time. Well, and I mean, especially with grad school, because it, it's expected that you're going to recycle things that you've already written. Yeah, and once, you know, once I hit my PhD, it's a lot of the stuff I did for library school. Yeah, I could pull it back and drag it back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, this, whatever the paper I give in April, is going to be something for my dissertation. It was something I'll already have written, mm-hmm. just, you know, crammed it, turned it into, you know, an actual academic, paper and not just me <laughs> what you can't come up with original content on your own no that's what grad like i said that's what bitten a phd is all about mm-hmm. knowing how to time manage and uh, recycle your material and expanding your own bank of knowledge and that's there yeah. you go that's the fancy way to put it <laughs> i know i just from the youtube perspective on this it's always gotta be new thing nope no <laughs> nope you learn how to 
use your own work in new and interesting ways. And that's not plagiarism. So <laughs> right, I'm being asked to do something here. Yes, Jack. Johnny. Please give Johnny Lawrence's contact information. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I will get on that. All right. And um, it's four till. So I'll, do you want me to do the. You want to push the button? No, oh, I, wait, just, I don't have the button. I'll do the Patreon text. You should come down and bend at the Galveston Steampunk Festival. Hey, you could. You should. All right. So Thax is, pretend this is in Thax's very enthusiastic usual show. <clears throat> Texas Steampunk Connection is supported in part by J.R. Seegers, A School for the Great Game, where Jordy and teen Elizabeth Bancroft resents being sent to a finishing school in India. The college is, in fact, the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and Tibetan mystic arts. A School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Garage series, and it's available on Amazon. We are also supported by Fair Treasures. Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costuming and accessories for Steampunk and Renaissance wear, and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fairtreasures.com or on etsy.com, and that's fair with an E. We also want to thank our patrons, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, our certified aeronaut, Natalie McTavish, and a generous grant from the crew of the airship Aberfeldy, Rita and Lawrence Allen. Wow. Thank you. You did a good job. <laughs> there you go. Like I said, Dax does it in a much more exciting and enthusiastic voice. It's all about the handlebar mustache, I'm sure. I, I think so. It's yeah, it's he's got a lot of mustache going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I can't fake the mustache. So what? <laughs> all right. Well, any <laughs> thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> Anybody have any final thoughts before we all retire to our bottles for the night? <laughs> oh crap, it's this close to Christmas already. Yeah, well, when are we coming back? When's the next? Um, today's uh, the 12th, the 26th, so the day after Christmas will be our next one, and hopefully we'll have... One, if, that's, yeah. if that's able for y'all, I don't know what the travel is. We'll, we'll, stay, we'll, st we'll say we're doing it at this moment. I'm not traveling we'll, anywhere, so... You're not going anywhere? Okay. No, well, no we're, we'll be here. I don't talk I to most of my back. family, so... Yeah, I'm I should be always. back by then, so... Yeah. Do you have a guest planned, or don't know yet? Huh? For, um, for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, not so far. It's usually last minute. So. Well, I mean, it's usually last minute, but hey, I don't think there'd be a problem with having you back. We can have her back. And that'll give, that'll give you a few more days. To... <laughs> I just meant I'd like come on and be like, hi, guys. <laughs> hey. You can come on and you'll have a few more days to you know, talk to people about your... Yep. You can so, update us on the, the progress. So my husband decided that for his 50th, I said it out loud. Whoa. He's like, I think we should go somewhere warm. I'm like, okay, there's my arm. <laughs> um, and oh, <laughs> finish his book. Um, so we will be out of the country, but I'm planning on doing my like wrap up party, like beachfront. Nice. It'll be a celebration. Do you know where you're going yet? Where are you going? Turks and Caicos. Fancy pants. Where's that? It is like 575 miles southeast of the Florida Panhandle, and it's beautiful. It's all beach. It's all beach, baby. Oh. Yep. Blue water. Yeah. Got a handle on a low, like a, a like full apartment. Oh. Something like a what is it? Like two three minute walk from Grace Bay Beach for less nice. than hundred dollars a night. Wow. And somehow, several months ago, they had the 30th through the 4th open, like fully booked two months out either way. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like, yoink. Oh, okay. So you're going to spend New Year's Eve on the beach? Yeah. 
Nice. Very nice. His birthday is January 1st. Poor baby. Ah, yeah. yeah. That is a cold birthday. but That's one of those bad birthdays. Yeah. You never have to drive on New Year's Eve. Because yeah. It's your Nobody birthday. Nobody's going to do that to you. <laughs> All Down right. Side, I never, I always have to drive on New Year's uh, I don't go anywhere on New Year's Eve. Not anymore. I just stay home and nope. I'm a paranoid person now. I stay home <sighs> and nope out. I stay yeah, home and usually out. watch The Matrix or something like that. <laughs> Drink bottle of Prosecco and go to bed at like 11. <laughs> she has a thing for Neo, you know? Hey. Don't we all, though? <laughs> it's Keanu. I mean, basically a- everybody in the film. The I mean, reason the fourth one is as good as it is. They basically just rehashed the second one. I know! Like, I everyone know. is kind of going like... like I'm just going to show you a lot of clips. Yeah. It's a, cli- it's, it's, it's it. a Matrix clip show. It's- yes. And it was awesome. <laughs> And it worked out very well. Terrible time to start this, but yeah, I, I had a lot of hope in the first twenty minutes of that film, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I still loved it. I, but I don't know. I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it, it's hard to mess up anything. a movie for me if I can suspend most of my belief. I'm okay with it, but the moment yeah. you start like not reloading too often or absurdity, and it doesn't fit the current set of like how the world works then i can get a then i'm just like yeah, I, just, exactly. I was looking at what they were doing and i was formulating all these oh i wonder if they're going here i wonder if they're going, oh, be amazing that'd be amazing uh oh. okay. i just i mean I just, just lay back and... wasn't any of those things that i imagined oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i can't stick myself in the character's position like ryan gosling pretty much just decide like all right, so all right. The reason I say that is because he is apparently becoming a person online where where most men have the ability to like put themselves in his position, and understandably so. So everyone's just like, "Oh, it's oh, it's like me." That's a hate girl guy, right? Ryan hey, Gosling. Ryan yeah. Gosling. He's he Ken. played Ken. He played Ken yeah, yeah. in the Bar- okay, yeah, yeah. Barbie movie. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I, yeah. Hey girl. Yeah. The Barbie yeah. movie was amazing. Also, by the way. It was. I finally I, I, saw that. Like a so good. Ago. America Ferreira's speech. I was just crying. Good. And I, I don't know. I never really thought much about Ryan Gosling, but I could not imagine. Oh, I think he did a great him. job in this one because I'm just yeah, like, oh, no, this is perfect. Like, yeah, I want that role. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he, what he did to Barbie's house was perfect. It was oh, a no. wonderful upgrade. No. Um, <laughs> Was perfect for the movie. Yeah. Oh no. But yeah, it was. I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Barbie. I mean, she was like the most no, perfect. Was perfect. Person could, and the yeah. perfect, and the perfect person to play the uh, the weird Barbie too. I know. Weird nice. Barbie was amazing. Mm. And they I made really them, but it's them. almost impossible to get one now. Yeah. Was it yeah. was it breaking the fourth wall, or was it just acknowledgement of the fourth wall when they said, I, um, "Future note." Like when you're trying to oh to filmmakers everyday woman maybe this is not the best choice yeah uh, was it note to filmmakers if Margot Robbie is not the person to cast if you want to make this point <laughs> we had to pause the movie there because we were laughing so that was much. great like, I feel so ugly and we're yeah. like did you not put mascara on? yeah she was the whole thing was perfect it was just it was the movie funny. made fun of itself enough I was very happy because if that yeah, movie no, tried yeah. to take itself seriously it was not going to like it hey, had really good, yeah. we're having fun. I'm not thinking about death anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go see, you know, Oppenheimer afterwards or something. <laughs> yeah. I and didn't actually, get to do the dual, but I didn't get to do the back-to-back thing because I figured you'd want to do Oppenheimer first, so you're like utterly depressed, and you go to this purple, you know, or this pink movie, and you're done. At the end of the day, it's shiny. Well, I will say, in episode eight, I have both an Oppenheimer quote and a Barbie quote. 
Well, because I put in the, do you guys ever think about dying? I have that clip in there. And then my advisor was like, you need to have an Oppenheimer quote in here too. I'm like, okay, I'll see. That advisor. It's got to be the one where he's sitting yeah, in the chair naked. Yeah. You got to figure out how to make that a quote. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I Me neither. I just know the memes. Does he need to be naked though? I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> He's in a leather chair. <laughs> okay. Ew. All right. I need to come back. Jeez, we have got a lot to cover. Yes, yep. and it is five over, and uh-huh. Beth is tired. So. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it gets very, very hot in here when I miss. So. Part of it's yeah. by the alcohol. The other part is just, you know, you will take that as a compliment. Are actually attractive. So, you know, I'm just, I'm sweating. <laughs> and also I'm an old woman with hot flashes. So time to, you are wearing a sweater indoors. I don't, as a man, I, I can't do I can wear a t-shirt and it's too much. What can I say? I mean, I could take well, off my, my, my sweater I mean, and show my guns if you want, but I, I, I mean, she, she's over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, she's, she's very intimidating. I can't, I don't know. Uh, uh-uh. No. I guess we need to have a montage workout. <laughs> we need to do. <laughs> Gotta have a montage. Montage. That's what I'm saying. If my PhD could have been a montage, with starting with me being accepted, doing some homework, <laughs> falling asleep with my glasses crooked, and then smash Drooling cut all to over your paper. You know the gra- yes, and then smash cut to the graduation party. <laughs> if we could do that, it would be great. That would have been saving me a lot of time montage. in college. <laughs> I was I was at TeslaCon, and a friend asked me, and this is a, a lovely closing note. Oh no. She's, yes. she's a friend who has a way with words. We all have a few of them. And uh, she goes, so question, why do you never look as muscular in your in real life as you do like in those videos that you post? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, you mean like the videos of me lifting 300 pounds? <laughs> she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, because I'm not always lifting 300 pounds. <laughs> By the time I take the video... That's supposed to be like my personal record lift, which means I've already lifted leading up to that amount like 15 times, oh, no. which means I've lifted about 2,500 pounds. So my muscles are working. But yeah. right now I'm just going about my day. <laughs> oh God. People don't, <laughs> there are people who don't understand the fact that if you, your muscles aren't always big because yeah, when they're rest, on making they're them you can always way. do them. You are dangerously dehydrated. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Like huge you know, All right. Wolverine. That's a wonderful way to leave this. I like that. Like Wolverine. All like right. Wolverine. <laughs> All right, Jack, roll us out. All right. Is there a button for it? Let's see. I don't know. I don't know that. Gosh darn it, facts. The belt is not in the room. As I say, this is what happened when dad's not here. <laughs> So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening Steampunk that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar, on our Patreon, um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, Steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam Connect One oh. on Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges. <laughs> <laughs>